We are on Reish Dalad, Oster Reish Dalad, we're in the middle of the piece, and we've been talking about Mochin, we're talking about the mind, the expansive mind and the limited mind, the godless and katnus. We spoke about the idea that there is a time when we have complete expansiveness and there's a time when we have more limited way of thinking, and we're talking about prophecy, we're talking about the notion that prophecy typically goes through the koach hamadame, the imaginative faculty, and that's how God communicates to man, that he drops a message into the imaginative faculty, and then through that, the prophet is able to interpret what that means and pull out the message from that. Okay, so... It's not a direct message. With one exception, which we'll speak about today, uh, which is Moshe, right? Moshe is the the one exception where it's a direct message. But but with the rest of the prophets, it is... is We have to be very careful. It's not open to... Our understanding is that they have the clarity of mind due to the fact, as he spoke about earlier, the clarity of personality. Since they have been mizdakech, since they have purified and... Yeah, purified themselves to such a degree they have as ob- as objective as, as a nature as possible, which allows them to interpret the message in a way that is accurate and real, as opposed to what we would normally do. Whatever we see, you know, everything we see is in many ways a reflection of ourself because we're just putting our own personal biases and wants and desires right. into our interpretation, right? right. right. Uh, what's the test, the psychological test? What they, uh, what's that test where you see the... Rorschach. The Rorschach test, exactly, right? So, right, <laughs> you, everything you see, it's basically, right, you just see a blob, but for you, it, it means something to you. So for the prophets, <laughs> it wasn't that. It wasn't they were just looking at themselves through everything, through that piece. It was they were able to purify themselves to such an extent that that gave them the clarity of mind to interpret it and really get the accurate message that Hashem was conveying. But it wasn't, it wasn't, these are the words that Hashem said. It was the, uh, you know, imaging, messaging that was, that was then interpreted through, again, going through the faculty of imagination, the koach hamedame, right? So, ironically, we've been discussing the same idea in uh, Rav Albo and between Menchamarev. Um, he's also been talking about this precise idea and it's something he's discussing over here. But he's going to distinguish in this piece between the, the nevuah of most of the prophets and Moshe. Fine. Because of the fact that it works the faculty of imagination, on, on, on one level, it is lower than that of Chachma, wisdom. As it says in Bava Basra, the Gemara in Bava Basra says that Chacham Adif Minavi, that a, a wise person, a Tamil Chacham really, not just any wise person, but a scholar is greater than a prophet. Right? The, the idea is, that prophecy, although it is a message from God and it's the most elevated ideas, it is an expansiveness but it's cloaked in something which is more limited. Our faculty of imagination, by definition, he's saying, is something which is more limited than our faculty of thought, which is much broader. Okay, so that, that's his understanding, and therefore that's why we say chacham adif minavi, because the wisdom of prophecy, or prophecy rather, the imagination that is used for prophecy is uh, a place of our mind which is lower than that of our thinking process. Vunavuas Moshe Rabbeinu Alavashalam, with the exception of the Nevuah of Moshe, Basbaklaria de Nahara, Midas Emes, Shuatora Shichachma. Moshe, though, he experiences prophecy on the highest level. It doesn't go through his imagination, it goes through his intellect, through the highest level, which is what we call Asbaklaria de Meira, which is a completely clear vision, completely clear image. There is nothing 
blocking it. There's no, it's not going through the imagination, which is what we call emes, which is the Torah, which is wisdom. Whereas with most prophet, pro, uh, prophets and the prophecy they experience, it is not the thing itself that they are seeing. It is, again, it is something which is katnus vagadlus meluvashbo. Okay, so he's saying it is the expansiveness which is cloaked in a smallness. Got that? Sort of? Okay. It's basically, right, it's like concentrate of something really great. Right? You have to, uh, prophecy is something which you and I, if we were to experience prophecy, it would be overwhelming for us. It'd be too overwhelming. Right? They say the... I, I think that we can, on a very, very much lower level, in our thinking about normal things, you can see that there is a, what do you call it, the, the essence, but it is, the, we know ourselves when we're thinking of certain things that it's clouded with a lot of extraneous stuff. Right. And we have to think through some of that right. to get to the essence. Right. So if you, if you, if you can imagine that, but just on a much higher level, right, right, that's what that's what he's talking about, right, as right, as opposed to some clear, right, right, exactly, shot, you know? exactly. It's something which is which is cloaked in some way, but it's right. a very intensive. It's like you're saying, you know, we maybe have a snippet of that, but it's something so much deeper, so much more intense, right? The 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 Gemara discuss, the, the you know, you look at how they describe prophecy. When a prophet, other than Moshe, when they would experience prophecy, if they weren't sleeping, they would start to convulse. I mean, it was it was an overwhelming experience. The body, the physical body, couldn't handle it. So even though it was muluvash, even though it was cloaked in katnus, in a smaller, you know, place, but at the end of the day, it was still such a potent, you know, powerful something, the spirituality that they were connected to, that it was literally overwhelming and not, not, not just, you know, a, a, a hard feeling. It, they would drop to the ground and shake because it was just so intense. Okay. Moshe, which is the level of das. There was no imagination. He seems to be saying Moshe, and, and he's basing this on the Zohar, that Moshe didn't have the faculty of imagination. It didn't exist with him. He wasn't, you know, imagination wasn't with Moshe. As the Psukim say, this, God says, this is the matter. This is it, right? This. This means it's absolute clarity. I could say this, like this tissue box in front of me. Uh, you see exactly what I'm talking about. Hagadlus levado megula. The greatness was uncovered. It wasn't cloaked in something. It was uncovered. Kilo haya divrei Torah alibo levad. The Torah wasn't on his heart. Rak bilibo. The Torah was in his heart. Demoshe milagav. The, the, um, the Zohar says that with Moshe, everything was inside. It wasn't, you know, when we have an idea, it's sometimes similar to what you were just describing before. It's there. It's kind of like we see it and we kind of are reaching towards it. It's on the outside. Sometimes we, we understand something, but it doesn't penetrate yet. Like sometimes you have that, you know, you ever have that experience where you're like, ah, I got it. And then it takes a few seconds till you actually even know what you just got. I don't know if you ever experienced that. But, but, but it, right, it's on the outside. It's there and like you're kind of pulling it in. With Moshe, the Torah was in the kishkas, it was inside. It wasn't just the Torah was inside of Moshe. Moshe's essence was Torah. There was no imagination. There was nothing outside of the Torah. It was, Moshe was one with the Torah. 
in the future, and by the way, this is why we say it is Torah's Moshe. It is the Torah of Moshe because Moshe was one with the Torah. With everyone else, you may know a lot of Torah, but it's yours, you, and there's the Torah, right? They're separate entities. With Moshe, it was on the inside. It was there. Avalodorus, we'll stop with this, but there's a beautiful vart over here that is, uh, that Rav Tzaddik says, the, the earlier um, Gerebe says, and it really goes all the way back to the Kutzker, which is one of the, the fathers of this whole line of thinking. Avalodorus nemer vehayu, right? What do we say in the morning? Vayu advarim e'ela, right? Al levavecha, al levavcha, right? It should be, the word should be, on your heart, velo bilvavecha, shezei efshar, because this is impossible. What that means is like this, is that for you and I, okay, um, for you and I, we have the experience that oftentimes we'll learn things and we don't fully comprehend them, right? But what the Kutzker says, and again, what she's alluded, what she's alluding to over here is the Kutzker says is that the word should be al levavcha, that the Torah should be, right, al levavecha, that the word should be on your heart, that sometimes you hear something and you place it on your heart. You say, you know, I don't fully get it right now, but I'm just going to, I'm going to put it over here. And maybe possibly there's going to be a time where it's going to drop in. It's going to sink in. Maybe a part of it will come in or be saturated. It will enter my heart. With Moshe, it was Bilvavecha. It was in his heart. You and I, there are times when we understand things and we think we fully understand. It's still not Bilvavecha. But there are even times when we really have no idea what we're saying. It still could die. It's still worth it just to learn, just to listen, you know. I just went to, I went to the Siyam Hashas. You know, there are people who, who tell me, you know, I sit in and the shir, I don't really get everything, but it's Aleph Avecha. You know, it's still, it's on my heart, it's still there. And hopefully with time, parts of it will penetrate, parts of it will drop in. That's the idea of Aleph Avecha. We still are benefiting, we're still gaining something, even if it's just sitting on our hearts, there's still a process that takes place. Uh, you know, there's still a process that, took, that takes place, just simply listening to the Torah and placing it there, being Machshavit, making it important to us, even if it's not Bilva Vecha, it's still something which is essential, still something which impacts us, and, and therefore, those of us who are not Moshe Rabbeinu, uh, we still need to learn, even if we don't fully understand, even if we don't fully remember, we'll place it there, and God willing, it'll have its impact, uh, the necessary impact over time. Have a great day. So we're good, not perfect.